Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is July 3rd, 1946, and the title is Uncle Barnaby. companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. looked up from his new newspaper as his office door swung open. Oh. He knew by the expression on Barnaby Baxter's face that something had gone wrong. Sit down, Barnaby. No, I'll stand up to what i got to say. Stanford, it, it's bad news. Something gone wrong at your place in the hills? No, it ain't that. Well? When I got here in town a little while ago, there was a letter waiting for me. It's from a lawyer in St. Louis. Ah, that's where your brother lived. Yeah, and where my brother's daughter lived. What about it? That lawyer is sending the girl out here to me. Yes. Uh, I wonder if he's heard things. Well, here's his letter. You can see it for yourself. He's found out that my brother had a gold claim. Sally's inherited the claim, and she's on the way here. Mm, I don't like this. Neither do I. 
You told me we could just say nothing about my brother Ben's gold mine, and no one would be the wiser. I wonder how that lawyer found out about it. He found papers, that's how. And for the past year, we've been figuring that gold was all ours. Yes, I know. Now we'll have to give an accountant for all the gold that's been taken out of it. Fine kettle of fish. What do we do? You have any money? No, I blew it as fast as I got it. Yeah, me too. I made bad investments. Let me look at this letter. You'd better think fast, Stanford. You got me into this. Yeah, let me read that. Go ahead and read it. It was all your idea that we take over Ben's claim and never ever let the girl know about it. The girl's arriving today. I know that. I read the letter. Stage is due in less than an hour. Doesn't give us much time. That girl's got to go back to St. Louis. That's all there is to it. Mm, it solves things. Perhaps that's the solution. She'll probably need some cash to get there. Yeah. Well, don't look at me. I've got no ready cash. We can't give the girl gold ore to pay her fare on the stage. No, gold ore, it hardly do. Besides, it arouse suspicions in the mind of the St. Louis attorney. Where do we get the cash? You got any? Not enough. But don't worry. You let me handle this, Barnaby. What'll I do? We'll go on back home. Go back to the hills and stay there. You sure you can handle the situation without me? I can handle it better without you. I'll borrow some cash from Jake Potter in the store. Thanks, Jig. I'll just fill out an IOU. And while you're doing that, I'll see what the Indian wants. What are you after, Chief? Oh, here, this. Oh, this is what you need, huh? That's right. Bacon, beans, coffee, bacon powder, flour. Got the stage? Oh, sure enough. Doggone, there'll probably be a pass of a hundred people wanting food. Here's your IOU, Jake. I gotta meet a uh, uh, client on that stage. Thanks for the loan. Oh, that's all right. Got a lengthy list of supplies here, Chief. Uh, Tonto got money, and me pay. It'll take a little while to get this stuff together. Uh, uh, do you mind waiting around until I wait on these people? They've got to get back on the stage before she pulls out. It's all right. Me wait out front. Sit on the porch out there. I'll call when I've got, got your supplies packed up. Uh-huh. Me wait, wait there. Well, Jim, what do you got to eat? Come right up here, Sally. Sit on the porch and talk to the few Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, Oh, dear. 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 Afraid, Mr. Stanford. Two chairs over here. Come with me, Sally. Where's my Uncle Barnaby? Uh, sit down, Sally. But he was to meet me. Well, that is, I. I thought he was. Mr. Councilman said he'd written to him. My dear, I have some bad news for you. Oh. What, what's the matter? As I told you, I re- represent your uncle. He's not well. Couldn't come here to meet you. What's the matter with him? His health failed when he lost his money. Is he poor? Are you going to be back, sir? Uh-huh. <laughs> I should say he is. Then he shall have part of my, my gold mine. Oh, uh, Sally. What were you told about the gold mine? Why, my father had a gold mine, and Mr. Councilman said I owned it now. Ah, my dear child, that old tunnel is worthless. Oh. 
Well, don't you suppose your uncle would have written you if you'd had anything of value out here in the West? Why, uh, I suppose so. You've come all this way on a wild goose chase. But, but there must be some sort of a mine. A tunnel or something. May I see it? I'm sorry, but there, uh, well, <laughs> there's nothing to see. Not even a tunnel? No, it, uh, it, uh, it caved in. Caved in? Mm-hmm, that's right. You see, it stood idle till the timbers rotted away, and then it caved in. Then I... I had nothing? Yeah, practically nothing. You should never have come here. Where were you living in St. Louis, hmm? I... I stayed with a sort of distant relative. Yeah, you'll have to go back there. Oh, uh... Your uncle sold a small piece of land that your father left and got $100 for you. I have it here. here. It'll pay for your fare back to St. Louis. But, but I don't want to go back yeah, there. I, I know, my dear. But in this world, we have to do many things we don't want to do. I want to see Uncle Barnaby. Well, he can't see you, Sally. Now, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll make arrangements for you to stay in Mrs. Beebe's boarding house until the eastbound stage comes through. Here. Here's the money your uncle sent you. Now, be careful you don't lose it. Yes, sir. You wait right here while I go and see Mrs. Beatty. I'll not be long. Very well. Now, now don't go away. I won't. Come again, folks. Now, I'll get to filling your order, Chief. It won't take me long. Uh, me wait here. Are, are you an Indian, Chief? No. Me not, Chief. Me Tonto. That's a strange name. Uh, I'm Sally Baxter. Me know. My uncle's name is Barney Baxter. I, uh, I don't suppose you know him, do you? Uh, me know Baxter. You do? Uh, maybe you not go back east. What do you mean? Maybe plenty happen before next stage come to the town. We see. Sanford felt well satisfied when he finally returned to his office. Sally Baxter had been placed in the care of Mrs. Beebe and seemed to have accepted the story of her uncle's illness and the fact that the gold mine was worthless. The scheming lawyer didn't know that Tonto had taken information to the Lone Ranger. Five of a clock. Yeah, guess I'll call it a day. May ride out and report to Barnaby this evening. I'm not going somewhere. Masked. We have a few things to discuss. Now you see here, if this is the hold up. Who do you want? Who are you? Just think of me as a friend of Sally Baxter. What? What do you mean? She seems to need a friend, doesn't she, Stanford? Why, I uh, I don't know what you mean. You borrowed a hundred dollars from the storekeeper. Then told Sally that her uncle had sent it to her. You lied to her, didn't you, Stanford? Well, if you And you think... told the girl that her uncle was penniless. You also told her he was sick. Too sick to see her. Two more lies. Now, what business is it of yours? You said the gold mine was worthless. You said it caved in and... Now, wait a minute. You I... and I making those statements? Well, I... Do you remember the Indian who sat on the porch when you talked to Sally? Oh, that Indian. He told me what you said. Sally confirmed it. Talked to her, Stanford, but... I told her to wait until tomorrow. She's going to visit Barnaby Baxter. 
You see that the tunnel didn't cave in. You realize that you told her things that weren't true. If you take that mask off and tell me why you're involved in that girl's affair. I told you I was her friend. I don't know what you're up to, Stanford. I'm going to find out. Evening. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. You see more of me, Stanford. Lots more. Soon after the Lone Ranger left, the bewildered lawyer locked his office and set out on horseback for the Gold Hills. He hurriedly told Barnaby Baxter what had happened. Well, the girl comes here, sees the gold mine, finds out you lied. Then where we be? Barnaby, that girl's got to be made to think I told her the truth. You told her the tunnel had caved in. And that's how she and the masked man have got to see it. Caved in? Yeah. But how? You have blasting powder around here, haven't you? Yeah. Well, then use it. Blow up the entrance to the tunnel. But it'll take weeks to dig it out. I've been working it alone. You want to spend some time digging the tunnel out or spend the rest of your life in jail? No. Well, now, come along. I'll help you get the stuff you'll need, and it won't be much work to set the blast. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had followed Stanford out of town and waited near the trail when he went to call on Barnaby Baxter. Presently, they heard a distant blast. There was blasting. Uh, and a big explosion. Came to Baxter's house. That made it. What's the matter? Someone come this way on trail. This is Ted returning. I'll take a look. Stanford. Maybe him know something explosion. We'll see. Come on. Get off that horse. You, you. What do you want? Hit the ground, Stanford. All right. All right. I'm just mounting. Uh, You've been following on me? I think you remember, Toto. Oh, you again. Ah. Did you have a hand in that explosion? <laughs> what explosion? You heard it. What was it? Why? No more lies, Stanford. Let's have the truth. Well, it, it, it was over at the... Rope him, Toto. I'll see if he has any weapons. Uh, let me fix him. Now, wait. Please don't rope me. I'll talk. You'll talk, all right. You'll also be roped. We're going to see that you keep out of any further trouble. Keep this knife of you. No, no, let me go. Please. Fix you plenty. I haven't done anything to you. What are you tying me up for? Please, let me go. I... We'll let you go, and we're sure you'll behave. Meanwhile, you better answer our questions. What was that explosion? But Baxter blew up his tunnel. Oh, he did, huh? It, it's all sealed in. I wondered what you and he would do. Take him to the camp. I'll, I'll join you later. Ah. Steady there, Silver. How long are you going to hold me? That depends on a lot of things. Steady, big fella. One, Silver. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next six exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Having instructed Tonto to take lawyer Stan Hanford to camp as a prisoner, the Lone Ranger rode into town. It was dark when he reined up at the home of Sheriff oh, Clark, oh, oh, oh. dismounted, and rapped on the door. couple of deputies. You'll not need them. I'll go with you. That mess. Come on, Sheriff. Gum. There's sure signs of a struggle here. Here, look at this, Sheriff. A knife. Let me see that. If someone wanted to hide a body, the tunnel would make a good hiding place. The entrance sealed like that. I think this is Lawyer Stanford's knife. Is it? He and Baxter had a lot, lot of dealing. What's more, I remember seeing him right away from town at sunset. Did he return? I don't know, but I aim to find out. If Stanford ain't to home, I'm going to come here in the morning and ask a lot of pointed questions. It was early the following morning when Sally on a rented horse and Tonto on scout rode up to Baxter's house in the hills and dismounted. Oh, scout, oh, fella. Oh, fella. You, you plenty fine horseback rider. Oh, I love to ride, Tonto. Uh, now, see, you, you down. Thank you. Take it easy, down. Yeah. You ride plenty back home? I did. Before father died. Is that my uncle's house? That's not right. Why, it, it doesn't look like the home of a poor man. You remember all that masked men can tell you. Yes. Yes, indeed, I shall. Oh, let me rap on the door. Oh, let me in. Oh, let me in. Uh, me, Tom, this Sally. Uncle Barnaby. You're my brother's girl. Oh, you do look like my father. I do? That man in town said you were sick and, and poor. I see, Sally. And then he said there, there wasn't any big gold mines. He's right about that. There really isn't? It's caved in. That's what he said. And then another man in Tano told me he, he fibbed. Tano, you told me my Uncle Barnaby and Mrs. Stanford were trying to, to cheat me. Uh-huh. That's what me tend to Oh, I'm so glad there's no gold mines. Yeah? What's that? Say you're glad. Oh, yes. Because if there had been one, it had proved that you and Mr. Stanford would, were trying to, to cheat me. Oh. But you're not. Tano, you were wrong. You and the masked man. Oh, uh, maybe that's right. Uh, Sally. I'm so glad that you're not dishonest, Uncle Burnaby. Now, look. You mean to say you'd rather lose the gold mine than find out that I'm a crooked swindler, willing to swindle my own niece? Oh, yes. Yes, Uncle Barnaby. And you are sick. You really are. 
I, I... Uncle Barnaby, uh, Mr. Stanford gave me the money you sent. Oh, thanks. I have it here. I'll not need all of it. Let me give you half of it. Oh, no, no, Sally. I won't need it. But, but I want you to have it. No. Dad, right, I don't know what to say. I'll put it right here on the table. There now. I never figured on anything like this. Uh, fellas, stop outside. Hmm? Let me see. Uh, great day, Sheriff Barton and Hank Loomis and another deputy. There are a lot of others. Uh, Sheriff, come here. Uh, what do you want? I'll open it, Uncle Barnaby. Don't get out. Howdy, Baxter. This is a surprise, Sheriff. Just a minute. You boys know where the tunnel is. Go over and start digging. Barnaby, where's the door, Stanford? How should I know? He was here last night, wasn't he? Yes, but he left early. Now, see here, here Barnaby. There's a scuffle of some kind right at the entrance to your t- tunnel. The ground's marked up a plenty. What's more, I found Stanford's knife with his initials on it right near the mouth of the tunnel. Before he wasn't killed and thrown into the tunnel? I'm dead sure of it. He couldn't have been. The tunnel's been caved in for some time. Hasn't it, Uncle Barnaby? Oh, I fun it has. Hey, wait, wait, Sheriff. Wait. This is my niece, Sally. Howdy, oh, howdy, Sally. Look, maybe you and me go over to the tunnel and see what's going on. Sally, you wait right here. Whatever you say, Uncle Barnaby. Come on, Sheriff. We can talk things over on the way. All right. We've got some explaining to do, Barnaby. You and I both know the tunnel was wide open until you blasted her clothes last evening. Doggone it, Sheriff. I feel ornery. Low down. Well, feeling bad about it won't undo a murder. I'm not thinking about a murder. Well, I am. Whatever got into me. The scheme against a, a sweet youngster like Sally. Never ever thought about her at all. That's where your t- tunnel was. It was open yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. But you set off powder to the blood and clothes. Ain't that so? Yeah, that's so. You did it to hide a dead body, didn't you? No. No, Sheriff, I'll tell you the truth. I've been an ornery, no good, good scheming polecat. It was Stanford's idea, but I went along with him. That gold mine belonged to my brother in St. Louis. When he died, his daughter Sally should have had it. Instead, me and Stanford were worth it. Yeah? You mean it's that 12-year-old girl? Yes, it is. What's that got to do with blowing it up? The girl came here. She noted it was hers. Stanford told her it was no good, that it had caved in. Then he let me know that she'd been told different, that she was likely to come here. If she saw the tunnel, she'd know Stanford had lied to her. I had to blow it up. That's why I set the blast. That's a likely story. It's the true story. Well, maybe so, but I'm going to have a look inside that tunnel just the same. Go ahead. I figure you and Stanford disagreed. You fought with him. Oh, I did not. Well, the fact remains that he disappeared. If we find his dead body, you're going to go on trial for murder. Now, come on. Keep at it, boys. Clear away them rocks. Let's see what's inside that there tunnel. The men took turns with picks and shovels clearing away the rocks that blocked the tunnel. It was nearly noon when they were at last able to enter the mine with lanterns and search for lawyer Stanford. Tonto and Sally stood with Barnaby Baxter near the entrance. Stanford can't be in there. I know he can't. Uncle Barnaby, the sheriff can't put you in prison, can he? Well, uh, him not go to prison, Sally. My, my father would never do anything wrong, and, and you're just like father. 
Sally, I... Yes, Uncle Barnaby? Oh, I'm dead right at all. I don't know what, what to tell you. Look here, honey. The mine has opened up again. Uh, maybe we can find some gold in there. Never can tell. I... Uh, here comes Sheriff. No sign of anything so far, Barnaby. I told you you wouldn't find the Sanford. Look, here comes the madman. Uncle Barnaby, that's the man who told me you were trying to cheat me. That's the critter that told me about the fight here at the tunnel. There's someone in the saddle with him. That's right. That's Stanford. Stanford? It is? That's right. But where'd he find Stanford? He's the one who made me think the lawyer had been killed. That's Stanford all right enough. I can recognize him now. Oh, he's alive. Oh, silver horn. Oh. I want to talk to you, mister. That's one of the reasons I'm here. Down you go, Stanford. Sheriff. Sheriff, arrest this man. I've been held prisoner all night. And I've been accused of murder. I see you've opened the tunnel. Yes, it's open. But it wasn't a little while ago. Masked man, you said my uncle wasn't on it. And he is. Now, now wait a minute, Sally. I better tell now, you. Later, all. later, Baxter. Otto takes Sally to the house. No. Sally, you better go to the house. Your uncle will join you in a few minutes. Well, all right then. If you think so, Uncle Barnaby. Well, me go with you. You needn't bother. You and that masked man said things against my uncle. Doggone. Sheriff, I demand the arrest of that masked man. He captured now me. Keep captured still. I want to speak to him about a couple of things. Yes, Sheriff? You told me Stanford had been thrown inside that tunnel. I've had men working all morning to get it open. I didn't say that, Sheriff. I said there were a lot of footprints around the entrance. Looked like a struggle. Yeah, then but... Then you, you found Stanford's knife, and you learned that Stanford was not at home all night. Well, it looked like a murder or something. Yes, I wanted it to. You what? I made the footprints myself. Left a knife for you to find. Why, you... Of all the doggone nerve, of all the Someone honor... had to get the tunnel open so Sally could have her inheritance. She'll get it, won't she, Baxter? She certainly will. She should have had it from the start. She would have had it if I hadn't listened to that scheming two-faced lawyer. Now hold on, Baxter. I know I went along with you when you came and told me how we could hide the fact that my brother had left the tunnel and gold to his daughter. I'm to blame as much as you. The only reason was I... I hadn't met the youngster... There's a lot of things I don't savvy. It's simple enough, Sheriff. Sally Baxter inherited the gold mine from her father. Stanford and Baxter tried to steal it from her. And I'm sorry for it. She'll have it, and everything I've got to go along with it. Why, she thought I was poor and sick. Even split what little cash she had with me. It seems to me you two crooks better come along to jail. I reckon so. Uh, just a minute, Sheriff. That girl is alone in the world. Her uncle is her only friend, our relative. Hmm. I don't see how you fit into things. Oh, uh, he's the one that realized that Sally was getting cheated. He took her side when her own uncle was scheming against her. He sent her here so as I could see what a skunk I'd been. Well, he captured me. He abducted me. Yeah, and by doing that, he's got the tunnel opened up. Uh, doggone it, you two stole from the girl. You ought to go to jail. Well, you may not find it easy to prove a case against me, Just Sheriff. a minute. Sheriff, nothing will be gained by jailing these two. A lot might be gained by giving Barnaby the chance to be the sort of a man his niece thinks he is. He could make a home for, manage the gold mine for, oh, and do it. I could do that. Sakes alive, if I could just have a chance. You don't jail him, you can't touch me. Stanford, no self-respecting gent would care to touch a snake like you. Not with a ten-foot pole. You better be out of town by tomorrow morning, though, or by Juniper out. I, uh, I think you'll be out of town, Sheriff. Won't you, Stanford? All right. Well, that is... Are you in doubt about it? Oh, I'll leave town. That's better. 
Barnaby, when you go to the house, will you tell Toto I'll meet him in camp? Yeah. But, but wait, wait a minute. I want you to know how much I'm obliged to you. You're obligated to Sally, not to me. Kitty, right there, big boy. Montilver! Don't know who that masked man was, but he sure got a way of seeing justice done. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.